Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey, everybody, welcome in on a absolutely picture postcard day in the capital city. We say hello to you on a Friday. Oh, man, I'm glad it's the weekend. Uh, Jimmy B at TC here on the Big Talker 1700. You can get in on the show with us at 264-1700. Again, that is 264-1700. Plenty to get into. Chris Cotillo will join us roughly at about uh, 1225. Michael Whitlow from <laughs> from Fanside, and I love his blog, Pippin Ain't Easy. Not Pimpin, but Pippin Ain't Easy. It's a great, that is very funny. Uh, from ESPN at 2 o'clock, Zubin Mahente will be our guest, and then the Wolfman uh, will join Trent at about uh, 225 today. How are you, pal? Pretty well. Yeah. Did Pretty you well, did you yeah. did you enjoy last night? Did it did it was it interesting to you? Uh, as the as the casual observer yes. who said, Yeah, I don't think much is gonna happen. Me on the other hand, it's gonna be wild. Yeah, and you, you it said was. that before. To and usually, it was. For once you were uh, right. Hey, I was right. You were right. I was and I called the butler deal too. You did call that. I did. Uh it was all right. Okay. It was okay. Okay. Kept yeah. your interest. A little, a little bit. bit. Okay. A little bit. Yeah. Well, the Cubs game was nothing. That, yeah, was, a that blowout. was a blowout. Yeah. Blowout, so my Twins ended up playing later, but they, they were did. down right away. Yeah. Nothing. So that's I'm checking out to do that. Yeah. I was on dad duty last night though. Oh, okay. Tara was off at book book club, so that meant that <laughs> it was Daddy and Ella time, and we had a good time. So the draft wasn't at the forefront of things, but I kept an eye on it a little bit. Uh huh. Saw the Butler deal going down, and, yeah. and that's that's where we got to start, right? I'm, First of all, Garpax, as they're known, the yes. two-headed GM yes. of the Chicago Bulls, yes, brought in Fred Hoiberg to be their coach. They have not given him the type of players that he needs Correct. to run the system. A year ago, during free agency, mm-hmm. you bring in Dwayne Wayne, an aging shooting guard that can't shoot. Can't shoot anymore. Never really could. Now, a guy that always relied on his athleticism, and yep. now as an older player, that athleticism isn't quite the same. Correct. And you couple that with Rajon Rondo. Right. A point guard that is incredible with the ball in his hands, can set guys up, can do a myriad of different things, but shooting is, is not, not one, one of them. them. <laughs> so those are the weapons that you give to your coach. And now, what are they doing? What is the plan, Jim? Uh, Help me out because I'm struggling. Okay, here we go. Um, they realize that they have to eat Dwayne Wade's contract because the option was a player option, and he's not going to turn down 25 <laughs> mil. <laughs> Nor should he. No, should he. No, no. He's, trust me, the guy's a winner. He's got titles, got rings. He's earned that right to take that final contract. And so I give it up for him. Mm-hmm. And I expect him to really come in in shape and play hard. I, that, that's just the kind of guy he is. But with the deal of Butler, I mean, they couldn't trade Wade. We all know that. Mm-hmm. But with the deal of Butler, I don't think they got enough. We had a conversation yesterday about Chris Dunn. You said you'd like them coming out of Providence. I loved him. And he didn't play worth a damn no, last no. year. And and all the point guards that they have suck, mm-hmm. with the exception of Rondo. They stink. 
with the exception of Rondo. And Rondo really doesn't shoot it well. Well, and Rondo has his own limitations. And he does, And now yeah. he's coming off another injury. Yeah, exactly. And he's been known in the past as a malcontent. And, so, and a guy yeah. that causes problems. Yeah. He's got that part of yeah. it. And is he going to be willing to give up minutes? That's another question See, that is out there. Now, now, Hoiberg is still trapped like a rat. Mm-hmm. He really is. He's in the Roach Motel. He's not coming out. The bugs come in. They don't come out. I love that commercial. The The thing that that I can't figure out here is, is if you're going to go rebuild, and that's what it looks like, then you start with, do you have an issue with Laurie Markkinen? I'm not a fan. Not a fan at that position. It's something we talked about yesterday. A little bit, yeah. You were trying to sell me on my T-Wolves taking them at seven. It's not that I don't think that Laurie Markin is not a good player, and that he doesn't have a chance to be a nice NBA player. Uh-huh. I think he will be. I think so. He'll be able to stretch the floor. Kind of, He fits in very well with what teams are trying to do. But what's the upside? What What is the I not think, best case scenario, the most realistic upper-level scenario? How I about think, that? I, I think people are hoping that he's going to be another Dirk Nowitzki. That is not going to happen. No, those guys are once in a generation. Dirk is a freaking stud. He's a stud. The likelihood of Larry Markinen doing that. It's not going to work. But what what was the biggest deficiency for the Bulls? You just said it. Shooting. 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 Well, he can shoot. He can shoot. He can shoot. And, And they desperately need some guys to make buckets for them. You know who else can shoot very well? Who? Zach Levine. Zach Levine can. He is a Duncan three he, guy. Yeah. He can't play a lick of defense. Doesn't look like it. But yes, he can knock he down can threes score. and he's got a lot of athleticism. He does, and but he's coming off the injury. That's the other part of it, a guy coming off an injury. So, okay, that that helped a little bit. I just don't like Mark. At seven? At seven, you're taking Laurie Markkinen? And then on top of it, is this trade is first being talked about. Yeah. It looks like it's constituted. It looked like it was going to be Levine, Dunn, and the seven pick for Butler. Yes. And then a little bit later you find out the T-Wolves also get the 16th pick. Yeah. That was the shocker to me. That's the one where I said. I agree. The Bulls got fleeced. They did. The Bulls got fleeced by their old coach, Tom Thibodeau, had them over the rails, dominated that trade. To get the 16 along with it. Yeah. That's incredible. See, I would have thought they would have hung on to that, so they would have had two picks in the first round. Then you probably would have felt a little better, depending Mm -hmm. on who they selected. I think so. Yeah, Yeah, well, you would have felt better about the deal. Yes. But there's no question, no question that Minnesota came out big time in this. I mean, big time. Now you have a front line of Wiggins on one wing, Butler on the other, and then the big guy in the middle, Carl Anthony Towns. Well, and now they have a new center because they got to get that 16th pick from Chicago. Right. And they turn it into Pat and the kid from over Creighton. Yeah. I'm not a big Patton fan either. I think he's very much developmental. I think it's going to take longer than maybe the Timberwolves want to go. Wasn't in love with that pick. But still, to stay in the first round, to, to stay in the draft. Yes. But also stay in the first round with that 16th That's pick. That's incredible. And then the Bulls in the second round. Help me out here. Okay. Because this one was just a head scratcher. You trade around, you trade away pick 39, was it? For $3.5 million. $3.5 million. Mm-hmm. That's going to go to... Uh, Golden State. Well, well, you got it. You got the money from Golden State. Does that go to Dwayne Wade? That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I mean... Hey, I'm half... 
Now I'm now I only have to pay the guy twenty two mil instead of twenty five. You are in a rebuilding project. This thing needs to be torn down. And you're selling away second round draft picks? What? I I, I don't get that one bit. I don't get it one iota. And as you look around, Garpax is fighting for their job. Hoiberg doesn't have a very long leash. All these people inside the organization mm-hmm. are looking out for them instead of looking out for what's best for the organization long term. I, I agree with you 100%. Dwayne Wade is looking out for him. Yeah. Rajon Rondo is looking out for yeah. him. Go through, that is a toxic situation. And a situation that the Bulls, and at the top, what they should have done, they should have gotten rid of Paxson. They should have gotten rid of Gar Foreman. Mm-hmm. They should have gotten rid of that from the get-go and started anew and really rebuild. This kind of crap they've pulled for the last two years, just trying to be good enough to be a playoff team and be a 6-7-8 seed. Right. Does that play well in Chicago? You wouldn't think no, it does. No, Do but, people care about but, being 42-40? and 40? No, they don't. And look, they lost Rondo after they had a two-games-to-none lead. Won both games at Boston. Mm-hmm. Once Rondo went down, it was over. Right. And who knows what happens. Maybe they end up upsetting the Celtics in that first round. If he's healthy and continued to perform, he was dominating Boston. They had no answer for him. So I still think that he has game, useful game. And if Markkanen is on the wing and can shoot it as well as he did at Arizona. Do you know he is the highest scoring seven-footer beyond the three-point line in 20 years? So he's got he's got some skills. Lots of teams liked him. They really did. He's got skills. I got a sneeze. Turn my mic off. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. That was a uh, that was a big one over Whoa. there. Thank you. You all right? Yeah. Woo. I may, may, maybe, maybe I just got that nose candy out of there. Who knows? I got to do it again. Turn my mic on. <laughs> Jimmy B with the struggle. The struggle bus is happening over there. Got to be the uh, lousy air conditioning in here. Lori Market. Dirt. Yes. Fine. Top 25. Not, not seven. Not seven. Not seven. Okay. Well, we will see. Not seven. I mean, that's who they had their eyes on the whole time. All right, to our neighbors to the north. Yes. The Timberwolves. Yes. Is this a playoff team now? That's all I care about. I know that. If you want me excited this winter to talk NBA, we got to have this got to have the real contender. I'm just running through in my mind with Golden State. Houston is going to be there. Spurs will be there. Clippers most likely. OKC, Utah, that's six. I think after that, I think after the Jazz, well, if they lose Hayward, Gordon Hayward, right. that, that will change everything. If they keep him, they are definitely a, uh, a, a, a playoff team and a good one. So that leaves spots seven and eight for the battle that would, oh, Memphis. I forgot about Memphis. Still got Memphis. Still got Portland, who Port, was the yeah, seed. Who did Denver, well. Denver was just a game back last yes, year. Yes, they were. Denver, yeah, this is. And certainly I, no I, slam dunk. I, it is not. I can't say, I can't say, all right, pencil them in at seven or eight. I can't do that. Yeah. In the West. I cannot. Let's hope uh, Gordon Hayward goes to the East, yeah. wherever it is. <laughs> so that eliminates so, Utah. And then you can cross off Utah. Let's hope that. 
Chris Paul leaves the Clippers. Yeah. Blake Griffin gets traded away. They have a rebuild. Yeah. That would certainly That would help. help. Don't they lose J.J. Redick? I think he's a free agent he as well. He is a free agent. Yep. Yeah. He can, uh, he can fly the coop, so that can head out. And, uh, yeah, let's hope that Memphis continues to kind of slip back a little bit more. Then maybe. Then maybe. I okay. Know. Then you can. But it's not the slam dunk that I think a lot of. Minnesota sports fans that I follow on Twitter yes. thought it was last night. We got jump. Oh, here oh. The playoffs, here we come. No, no, it's not. No. That drought, it's no. not over yet. The West is years. tough. The West is tough. It's not as tough as it used to be. I agree. To get in. To, to just get in. Yes. But, there were years where you had to win 46, oh, 47 you, games just to get in. Absolutely just to get in. And that's not the case anymore. No, no. The bottom part, but if you can win 43 games, you're probably in good shape. Yeah. Would you have been happier... If at the number seven pick for Chicago, uh-huh. any anybody else you would have taken besides Markinen, because you got to have a shooter, mm-hmm. you got to have a guy that you think can put up twenty. So, if if out of who was left, Monk, Malik Monk, Monk. okay. Okay. You heard me but, yesterday. Yeah, but Monk, you, you've heard me. How tall is Monk? Is he six seven, six no, eight? Okay, he's see, like six three. Okay, so he's playing a guard spot. Yes. They were looking for a wing player who could shoot. Well, find is, somebody. Is that there can play. okay? Is is there who who was left it for seven besides marketing a wing player that you saw that could really shoot? That could shoot it, uh, Dennis Smith. Okay. Point guard. You're going down that route yeah. there, Luke Kennard. I liked Kennard, yes. I think he's going to do very well in Detroit. You do. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Uh, he's okay. Yeah. Combo guard. Yeah. You know what a combo I, I, guard I'm talk, is. I'm talking about a wing player. Well. A guy a guy who, a guy who's. But it's, it's not six, the old six, days. Eight. Yeah, I know. It's not the old days where. Yeah, I get it. I know. Uh, they they run four guards and a, yeah. and a forward, some yeah. teams do. So you can't just constitute things like that. Look, there isn't anybody like Markin in, in the draft. No, there is not. No, he is unique from that standpoint. I just don't think he's good enough to be the seventh. Okay. That's all right. That's, that's fine. Going. That's fine. All right, I'm let's take that. a look back at last night in case you missed it. It's presented by Wolf Construction Roofing as we kick things off with a little baseball from yesterday. We go first to Minnesota. Took a while. Uh-huh. Uh, that rain delay lasted well over three hours uh, before they finally were able to get things in. And for the Twins, it wasn't too good early on. Jose Abreu with a big bomb. Oh, yeah. That is out of here. You can put it on the board. Yes. Just a bullet. He bow and arrowed that one out of here. Mercy. Your boy, Hawk. Yeah. Hawk Harrelson on the call. Comcast Chicago, a 9 nothing victory for the White Sox over the Twins and stay away from the sweep. From there, we go next to Milwaukee. The Brewers starting to uh, play a little bit better after a bit of a skid over the weekend and into the beginning of the week. It gets going early on. Travis Shaw continues his good start to the season with another home run. 13 home runs. Here he comes again, and Shaw sends it in the air. Right center deep. Get up! Get out of here! Gone for Travis Shaw! Bob Euchre on the call. 14th homer of the season for Travis Shaw. The you, like the, you like the bullpen celebration with the hands over the head and the clap? We've Everybody, seen that quite a bit on yeah, the yeah, Brewers right. this year, you haven't know, this we? Is, I like this now. Yeah. I like this that the bullpen is finally involved instead of just sitting on their 
keisters back there, and nobody even knows who they are. Right. Have a little fun with it. I got you. Yeah. Absolutely. With that, uh, let's jump over, and let's go next uh, in Milwaukee Okay. with a record. How about this record, Jimmy B? Corey Knabel, I told you uh, back before he was a closer for him that he was going to be there. This guy. Yeah, I remember you said that. Young kid with just some dynamic, dynamic stuff. 38 straight appearance. That just coming into a game, not inning. Okay. Appearance. Appearances. And remember, he was a middle reliever before he became the closer Close. here about a month ago. Right. 38 straight appearance with at least one strikeout. That's a fireball. That, that right is pretty impressive. Here's a call from yesterday, Fox Sports Wisconsin. The pitch. He struck him out swinging with a curveball, and Corey Knable has just set a new mark. That was a curveball down Ooh. and in, and Josh Bell had a terrible swing at that one. Yeah, well, yeah, he did, because that was an unhittable pitch. Uh, WTFJ with the call there. Bob Euchre once again with a new record for Corey Knable. 38 straight appearances with the strike. What else you got, kid? We're going to go to Miami. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jake Arrieta looked pretty good last night. Back, I don't know, started things off with the infield hit to get the scoring started. Here he is, holding the Marlins to just one run in the game. Curveball, strike three, call. Strike three, call. Swing and a miss. Bounce slowly to Rizzo. He'll grab it and kick the cushion. Seven solid innings for the former Cy Young Award winner. That's good stuff. Seven innings. Yep. 9-1 nine, nine, final. Big win, just gave up one there. Arietta on the right track, Jimmy B, or uh, look, it's, it's don't a, want to take away too much from uh, I'm not going to take away from beating Miami, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, he did give up a bomb last night. Osuna raked him pretty good. But, look, anytime you 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 work seven and give up one, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're taking that to the bank right away. There's no hesitation. Look, Cubs fans want to see him, you know, get back on track. So it's a beginning, uh, at least against the Marlins. And we said this. They've got San, they had San Diego and now Miami. It's get-well games. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is where they straighten things out a little bit. Right now they're trying to do that, and it's working so far. I got a quick note for you. Oh, you do? Yeah. What do you got for us? Remember we talked about Kyle Schwarber being sent down. Yes, and to we talk, And we talked about his 72-hour thing mm-hmm. before he had to show up. And I referenced yesterday, I thought, that I bet he shows up for the beginning of the homestand. Where are they? New Orleans? Is that where you told me they no, were? No, they're at Round Rock. Round Rock, thank you. They're going to play New Orleans. New Orleans on Monday. Yeah, Schwarber will begin Monday with the homestand. Gotcha. There you go. That's the, uh, that's the latest from Randy Wayofer. Good stuff uh, with the team, Randy. with the team. Thank you, Randy. Yep, and looking forward to that, and uh, looking forward maybe next week to getting out to the ballpark. I might have to go down. Yeah, go see Schwarber, yeah. and uh, you know it'll be a packed house, and it's always fun when you get those. It is. You get the bigger crowds. Yep. It, it's it's much more entertaining. And uh, good week, Mr. Weatherman. Uh, so far, the weather does look okay, good. It's right. a fabulous weekend. Uh, Jim Brinson over at the uh, at the weather desk. Eight weather desk. <laughs> We'll take a break. We're coming back on the other side talking some baseball. Chris Cotillo is going to join us more on the Bulls later on in the show. 140, Michael Whitlow will be here from the Bulls blog. Pippin ain't easy. His thoughts and 
Maybe he can make sense of what the Bulls are trying to do. All to come here, Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900. Save thousands attention drivers with class a cdl are you looking for a solid career that offers great benefits with the time at home you desire how about earning seventy thousand a year plus starting from year one if this sounds good come join our growing team at adm we offer a complete benefits package including 401k health life dental and vision and we even offer a pension plan with adm you'll get paid vacation personal days and holidays oh and don't forget seventy thousand a year to start Drivers must possess a Class A CDL with hazmat tanker and passport or be able to obtain a passport within the first 60 days of employment. Don't wait. Call ADM today at 515-265-8437. That's 515-265-8437 or visit us at adm.com forward slash careers. ADM requires successful completion of a pre-employment drug screening and background check. ADM is an equal opportunity employer for minorities, females, protected veterans, and individuals with a disability. You're excited about your new business. Now the challenge is to get everyone else excited about it too. Signature signing graphics can help. No need for five different companies to provide you with window decals, bumper stickers, signs, and logo wall art. Signature signing graphics does all that and more. See what signature signing graphics can do for your business they're online at signsdsm.com and in real life at a new location right off highway 141 in grind that's just five minutes from the urbandale super target call 402 sign 402 sign signature signing graphics trust quality value just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. 
Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Well, the NBA draft kind of dominated segment number one here. We're going to jump over to the baseball side of things. Getting ready for a big weekend of MLB action. Chris Cotillo joining us, MLB Daily Dish, and he's with us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. As always, Chris, thanks for your time with it today. How are things going out east? Good too. Well, uh, Chris, uh, we got lots of different things we want to talk about. Hit the Midwest scene, hit the teams that really matter, and, and the biggest story from yesterday leading into today, Kyle Schwarber getting sent down by the Chicago Cubs. It's something that, for many, has uh, said it's a long time coming for Schwarber and the season that he's had up until this point. Your initial reaction, and and how long do you think it can take to get him back in the right frame of mind? Well, I think it's it's obviously good for fans where you are to uh, to have a guy like that, a proven major leaguer in the area. So that's, I guess, one positive you can take. But, I mean, it doesn't seem like it'll be a long-term thing. You know, he's a guy who's obviously proven himself at the major league level in the past, even on the biggest stage there with, with being able to, you know, perform at the in the World Series and do what he did and, especially coming back from that injury. So there's there's a lot of, you know, good potential for Schwarber still. I think you, you get caught up in the start this year and basically the Cubs as a whole, and I think it shows a little bit of urgency on their part, obviously. You know, they've made a couple of really interesting moves in the last couple of weeks, like we've talked about moving Anthony Rizzo to, to lead off and then Kyle Schwarber now getting sent down. Those types of things are not moves we expected to see at this point in the season from a team that won as many games as they did in the World Series last year. But, you know, there's a sense of urgency where they're going to see if he can figure things out at the AAA level. We've seen this in the past with a lot of guys. A lot of stars have gone down after initially coming up, whether it be you know, Mike Trout struggling in his initial uh, time in the majors. Aaron Judge is a recent example. Anthony Rizzo, obviously, himself in San Diego. You know, they, they all had struggles, and I think you know, the long-term Schwarber prognosis is not a bad one, but, but this will be an interesting probably two- or three-week stint if he can get things back together. You know, contributing at the major league level for the stretch run is going to be important. So, it's it's definitely uh, shows some urgency on their part, but is uh, is probably needed for his long term future. Let's just uh, stay with the Cubs just for a second. They won big last night, eleven to one, over the Marlins. Uh, Arietta had a good outing, only gave up a bomb to Osuna. That's it. The is this a case right now where with the Padres and they captured that series, only losing a game now in Miami. Is this kind of like a get-well series, maybe where they can kind of like flip the switch a little bit and get it going again? You hope so if you're a Cubs fan, obviously. And, you know, Arietta being better is a huge, huge piece to this puzzle because he's been, you know, as disappointing as anyone in baseball, pitching a little better as of late. Um, but for the Cubs, you really have to capitalize on these games against bad teams. As you mentioned, Padres are one of the worst teams in baseball as are the Marlins. It's tough, you know, coming in here in Washington next week and going up against a great team. But, but this stretch where you get the Pirates, the Padres, and the Marlins, you know, after having the Mets, you really hope to capitalize on, 
on playing those bad teams. The way it works in the National League now is there are a lot of bad teams, a lot of bad teams you're going to be seeing in July that are going to get worse because they're going to be trading their assets away. And if you look at the Cubs' schedule, you know they, they are going to have those teams, whether it be Cincinnati or Pittsburgh, those kind of fluky teams um, in the Central that are going to be selling that you're going to be able to pile up wins against. So I think it's really important to win the games you should, and then that, that's how you really get back to where they should be. You know, the World Series hangover with this team, it's been talked about a whole lot here. Do you give that much credence? Is that at least an excuse that you could use in your mind, Chris, about this team and, and the issues that they've run into right now? Or is that just too convenient, the hangover? I mean, it's, it's a convenient answer for sure. But I think, you know, if you look at the actual logistics of everything, that's that's something that actually does make sense. Where they're a team that, you know, they played an extra month compared to the other teams. Milwaukee is the main rival right now in the division, surprisingly. And then Milwaukee was done on October 2nd, October 3rd last year and, and probably shut things down, down down the stretch and didn't really you know, perform to, to max effort. And then the Cubs played until early November. And then once that's over, you have a week of talk shows and parades and celebrations and all that stuff. And then you have movie premieres and all these different things you have to do as well as just having the attention of the whole sports world on you. Now, the Cubs... World Series. If a team was ever to have a World Series hangover, I think the Cubs are, are the one just because of all that came with them actually winning it. It's not a normal year. It's not a normal occurrence, and it's, it's one of the biggest things that happened in sports all of last year. Uh, and so you, you have to look at that and say, okay, these guys, you know, for the most part, are really young. And, and David Ross and some John Lester, some of the other guys that have been there before, John Lackey might not affect them as much. But you know, you, you have all these young guys, and you reach the pinnacle of sports, really, an accomplishment that hasn't been done in over a hundred years. And you have to figure. Well, it could be a distraction, and it could really get these guys to a place where you know they don't know how to handle this this insanely important and, and, and time-consuming moment that the offseason was. So I think with them, it is a convenient answer, but there's really no comp other than maybe the 2004 Red Sox on a team that's been through something this historic and this important. And, uh, and so for them, I would give them a pass on that. The thing is, for me, that it has lasted a lot longer than you expect. In April, it's a convenient excuse, and in May, you're okay with it, but... Sitting here on June 23rd, it's it's tough to really say, all right, half the season's about done and, and we're still here. Lucky for them, they're just in a division that hasn't been good at all. And the Brewers, you know, no one really expects them to be big-time buyers at the deadline. The Cubs are going to be. The Cardinals have fallen off. As, we, as I said, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati are going to be sellers. So you're looking at the Cubs really still have the window to get in. And then the playoffs are as dangerous as anybody, obviously, based on the experience they have in the postseason against you know, the Nationals seem to choke every year in the postseason, and the Dodgers <laughs> and the Rockies and, 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 and the Cardinals. I mean, the, the Rockies and the Diamondbacks are new to the mix, and I would take the Cubs, you know, against a lot of those clubs, especially if they can maybe add a starting pitcher, Chris Archer, Sonny Gray, Garrett Cole. Those names are all out there. So we'll see. I'm still, you know, not as worried as, as I'm sure Cubs fans are just because of where they sit in the division, the talent on the roster and all that stuff. Well, you mentioned the Brewers as they still sit atop there. Now, long-term, I, I think as we've talked about all year, you don't see a whole lot of sustainability. But this team going forward has a very good uh, depth of their farm system that is built up. David Stearns, 31 years old, Harvard-educated. He's uh, as young as you're going to find in baseball, kind of that mold of a Theo Epstein here 10, 15 years back. What can you tell us about David Stearns and what you believe, if they are in contention a month from now, what they'd be thinking in Milwaukee? I think, you know, you're looking at David Stearns as a guy who went through the whole process with Houston of a rebuild, tearing it down, and then and kind of left right as they were starting to climb climb the mountain that they're kind of reaching the top of right now. And he's a guy who's very versed in Sarah metrics, obviously, in that Houston model of Jeff Luno and working under him. So 
based on that, I'd have to say I really wouldn't expect that that you would see him making any knee-jerk reaction, you know, kind of moves at the trade deadline. You know, that you saw a couple of years ago, A.J. Preller, I think, is the antithesis of this in San Diego, where he saw maybe a window during the offseason move in the National League West, went out and kind of mortgaged their whole farm for a bunch of ill-fated additions. The Uptons obviously were in there, and, and Will Myers ended up working out, but Matt Kemp didn't, and Derek Norris didn't, and all those types of guys. So you're looking at a Milwaukee team that a year ago decided to trade Jonathan Lucroy, decided to trade Will Smith a couple of years ago, trading Carlos Gomez, and, and really, uh, as well as Mike Fares, and really just kind of rebuilding this farm system from one that wasn't that good to to one that is. Now it's tough for them because contending this year means that they can't keep that sale up at the deadline. Now there's some pieces that they'd love to deal in a perfect world if they were out of the race, but you can't you know tell fans that we, we you know you, you can't do that for your fans if you're really in it. Um, you can't sell those pieces, but I really don't expect they move any of those prospects that have only been in the system for a year because they're looking at the long term here. You have all these guys under control for six or seven years. Even some of the guys that you're just seeing coming up this year, Eric Thames, guys like that are here are there for, for three or four more years. You don't want to mortgage those guys to, to really give you a, a less of a chance in the future. I think they realize that the Cubs window is still open and that the Cardinals are still good and, and that, you know, for, you got to look at the long haul. And so I don't think they'll sell, uh, but I don't think that they're going to be aggressive buyers either. I think they're just kind of maybe in the middle, maybe a couple smaller moves here just to do something. But there's no way that they're moving any of those top prospects, especially the guys that they got just a year ago on those trades. We're having a conversation right now. Chris Cotillo, Major League Baseball from SB Nation on the Draft House 50 hotline. Chris, let me uh, change the topic of conversation. And I'd like to kind of pick your brain a little bit. If we could get, like, home run derby, Manford, the commissioners, come out and said the ball's not juiced. Yet they're flying out of the ballpark uh, at amazingly rapid pace. Wouldn't you think this is good for baseball if we could get, like, Aaron Judge and maybe Cody Bellinger, one's a, a Yankee, the other's a Dodger, to kind of engage in, in long ball hijinks. Wouldn't that make it more interesting? Definitely. And I think, you know, obviously the, the big event is, is a few weeks away down in Miami, and you're obviously the guy who has been known as the home run king, the real guy that everybody wants to see at the ball out of the ballpark in the last few years, Giancarlo Stanton is almost assuredly going to be in that. He won it last year. It's in his home ballpark, so we can lock him in. But it comes down to, you know, if Judge and Bellinger, there's always this stigma about is this going to ruin your swing? Is it really going to change things up? And I think there's been surveys and studies done that say that that's really not the case. But um, that's uh, just one of those things that you're going to see. Uh, those guys are going to have to make a very tough decision, um, and and it will be – It'll be interesting to see if they want to do that this year or maybe wait till a little bit later in their careers. So uh, as we go around baseball, and uh, we've talked about the surprises here regionally with the Brewers, the Twins in the past, Chris, we've talked about them a whole lot. Uh, what to get your thoughts on a team that we just haven't talked much about, and it's the Angels. They're, they're keeping their head above mm-hmm. water. They are. They're not going to chase down Houston. We're no. not being crazy here. But you look at that second wild card spot, it could be a year where 84-85 wins might nab that second spot and get you into the one-game playoff. Uh, the Angels, with Trout on his way back, still probably a little less than a month away from action, could the Angels be that surprise team that nobody anticipated, led by a guy in the pitching staff and Alex Meyer that they pulled off the scrap heap from Minnesota, 6'8", boy, that guy can throw hard. 
so yeah, I mean they're they're definitely a team that has kind of exceeded expectations so far this year for sure. You know, but you're you're looking at a team that is kind of limited in what they can do at the trade deadline just because they have no pieces. They have one of the farm but worst farm systems um, in the last few years, obviously, and then one of the worst farm systems that baseball's ever seen. The rankings have said that time and time again. So that makes it really hard for them to come out and make those types of impact moves at the trade deadline. They're obviously making them the biggest impact move of all. Um in getting Mike Trout back at that point. I think he should come back right around uh, the All-Star break, which is, is tough for Major League fans that they won't get to see him because he's obviously the preeminent guy in baseball and the guy that everybody wants to see. So but he's going to come back, and, and they might have to look to make a move or two, but they just have no one to deal, and that makes it really tough. Still, it's, it's really tough for all those teams right in that wild-card mix where you're only two and a half, three games back, but you're, you're really, you know, they have to decide, am I going to mortgage the future for a chance in a play-in game? We saw Oakland take that risk a couple of years ago, and it worked out horribly for them. So teams are a little bit wary um, of doing that. And I, I expect the Angels, especially with no assets to move, to really be kind of status quo at the deadline, even though they are getting the best player in baseball back. Is this something that baseball gods dream about out west? Three teams all within one game of each other, Los Angeles, Arizona, Colorado. At least uh, it's something is interesting on the west coast? It's definitely that. But I think, you know, if you're saying in a perfect world for, for baseball fans, the Giants would be part of that mix. I mean, it would just make sense that you'd want, you know, the two big rivals out west and the two kind of preeminent organizations there to be there. But Colorado and Arizona kind of kind of not talked about at least here on the east coast as much obviously as you see the dodgers and the giants and the giants dominance over the last few years but colorado has been an up-and-coming team for a couple of years and arizona you know with the new leadership they had the talent and and kind of had a lot of front office issues that, were, that have been talked about a lot a really kind of incompetent group that left there um some unique moves to hire tony larusa dave stewart nothing really worked out there a new manager kind of the whole regime coming over from the red sox uh, stuff like that I think the Diamondbacks are a good story. The Rockies, to me, are a legit contender for years to come. I expect them to be very active at the trade deadline. But, yeah, that's a very good race coming down the stretch. You'll probably see, you know, at this point, it looks like you'll see all three of those teams come down and be in the playoffs from the West. And uh, two teams and, and a lot of guys, a lot of stars that you don't really see if you're on the East Coast, Paul Goldsmith and Nolan Arenado, I think very underrated just because of where they play. And I've always, you know, kind of compared those types of guys to Joey Votto. Joey Votto is amazing, but no one really knows about it just because he doesn't play in those big cities or a big East Coast place. So it's good for baseball to see kind of those stars emerge, and, and hopefully they take center stage at the All-Star game as well. The Royals uh, continue to find ways to win games as they have battled their way back up to around 500 after uh, starting the year 10-20 and 20 and looked like it was all but over for them. Dayton Moore, uh, there's many out there that believe that no, his connection to this core, he was the one that built him. He was the one that helped draft a lot of these guys. They've been together for such a long time that maybe because of that, he won't be as willing to sell off if they would fade back here over the, the next month or so. Your thoughts on Kansas City, and if they're hanging around, is it worth taking another shot here for 2017, maybe selling off some future assets? That's the toughest call in all of baseball right now. It really is. I mean, you look at this season, you look coming in and said, you have all these veterans on one-year deals. If you're out of it, you know you have to sell. Obviously, Lorenzo Cain, Mike Moustakis, Eric Hosmer, Jason Vargas, even maybe Ian Kennedy. Those are the types of guys they're going to have to make decisions on because that's their core, and they're all free agents. You know, after the year. But if you're two and a half games out, it's really hard to to really sell those guys and, and justify getting rid of all of them. But but at the same time, you have to look at the future. I think 
if the Royals are going to make deals, the prototypical one is one they've already made. Trading Wade Davis to the Cubs at the winter meeting for Jorge Soler. You get a major leaguer that's available for six years, mm-hmm. but you get, uh, you know, uh, instead of prospects that are going to be there in a while, Soler really hasn't panned out so far. So not a perfect example, but you know what I mean, which is the kind of, you know, major league ready guy who's played in the majors before. I think that's the kind of thing they'll try to do if they move these guys. Eric Hosmer to the Yankees is a rumor that's going to pop up about 15,000 times right. now between here and July 31st and Mike Moustakis to the Red Sox and Lorenzo Cain to the Dodgers and all those types of things, those big market teams trying to get some of those so some of those Royals players. So it's really still too too close to call. I think a couple of years ago, Dave Dombrowski, when he was in Detroit, set this interesting new way of thinking where he didn't declare on July 1st that he was a, a buyer or a seller. He waited until July 26th, 27th, saw where his team was and decided, you know, I'm, I'm, I, we're going all in on a sale, traded David Price, traded Yuan Cespedes, ended up getting fired a day later. But, he's, you know, he's in Boston now, which is, as, as a native, I have to say, it's the greatest city in the world. So I think he ended up okay. Um, but but those, those are the types of things you'll see where Kansas City might take this down to the wire and go make a move on July 28th, July 29th, something like that. All right, we'll let you go on this one. I just saw where they're going to rename a part of Yaki Way, uh, David Ortiz Drive. Ah. You you good with that? I am. He's 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 my favorite player of all time. Growing up there and, and kind of being young in that era, so that was that's exciting to see. He's getting his number retired tonight. Uh, it's a huge huge moment for for Bostonians, and he really was the face of baseball in the city for a while. I will I will break some news on your show, too. Good. Just because it just came in, and I, I tweeted it out two seconds ago, but the Red Sox have just acquired Doug Fister from the Angels as uh, some reinforcements for that pitching staff. Wow. Okay. I that like ex- it. Mm-hmm. I like it when our guest is, is breaking news. Yeah. Does that excite you, Doug Fister coming in? He's, he's a guy who really hasn't gotten a chance this year. You know, yeah. he, he signed with the Angels and was, was in three games at AAA and, and pitched like a four ERA or something like that, and then uh, opted out of his deal, which is um, is something that the, the Angels wanted to keep him in AAA. He won another major league opportunity, and, and the Red Sox decided to give it to him. Obviously, pitching depth is always great this time of year. It's a low-cost, low-risk type of thing. So uh, he'll go, I believe, directly to the major league roster for them and, and hopefully for their sake uh, be be better than some of the other depth options, whether it's Kyle Kendrick or Henry Owens, guys like that they have. Chris, as always, great stuff, and thanks for breaking the news there. Always good to have you on. Appreciate <laughs> we it. like that, man. Yeah. And uh, keep enjoying that summer out there, Chris. We will talk to you again down the road. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right. Chris Cotillo right there uh, breaking a little news uh, yeah. on the show. Major League Baseball, SB Nation, on the Draft House 50, Hotline Mills, Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. My team uh, making some news today. What are you doing? Dylan G has yeah. been called up. They uh, got him after he was released from the Rangers. Got okay. This- been a starter in the league the last seven years. All right. After some of the garbage they've thrown out lately, maybe they can catch lightning in a bottle. Also, uh, a reliever, Trevor Hildenberger, guy that doesn't wow you with the stuff, uh-huh. but he has always been incredibly good in the minor leagues numbers-wise. Never know. Got to take a shot, right? What, what, you got because nothing what to... they've thrown out there yeah, really. has not been very good. All right. Uh, we should do this now, correct? Yeah, let's uh, give away some tickets. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, let's do this. Uh, we have a four-pack. For the uh, minor league professional football team, the Des Moines Blaze. That's right, the Des Moines Blaze. They play in Altoona Uh at the Spring Creek Complex in Altoona. Uh, We have a four-pack, and these tickets are good for their July 1st game or the July 22nd game. 
and the games are in the evening. They're at 6 o'clock, mm-hmm. so you're not going to be sitting in the hot sun. So let's do that right now, and if you're interested, all you have to do is give us a call at 264-1700. Again, that is 264-1700. You want to see a little football, want to sit close to the action, we've got a four-pack for you right now to the Des Moines Blaze, and these tickets are good for their remaining two home games, July 1st or July 22nd. If you're interested, call us right now, 264-1700. Big news, big talk. Join me, Diana Kelly, every Saturday morning at 10 for what's happening in your neighborhood with Inside Iowa. On 1700 KBGG. Summer is here, and when the storms hit and your roof leaks, it's time to call Wolf Construction. From a complete re-roof to just fixing that leaky roof. The roofing staff has experience working with many different roof systems with Wolf Construction and a knowledge of how the roof system works best for your home. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-225-8866 or online wolfconstruction.net at Menards, home improvement means saving big because right now you'll get an 11% rebate on everything, even sale prices. Dakota pre-finished storage solutions make it easy to create your own custom storage space. 15 and a quarter inch deep, four foot pre-finished bullnose shelving in white or wheat oak is $4.89 each after rebate. Stop waiting and start saving with an 11% rebate on everything, even sale prices now at Menards. Good through June 24th. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Right now, you can save some major green at the Home Depot's Red, White, and Blue Savings Event with up to 40% off appliance special buys. Clean up big with a stackable LG front load washer and electric dryer. Now just $4.99 each. That's $500 in savings for the pair. Shop our lowest prices of the season, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only while supplies last. Gas dryer extra. See store for details. Valid 621 through 712. Get to JCPenney for our 4th of July sale. Save up to 40% on major appliances from brands like LG, GE, and Samsung. Plus, get up to a $500 Visa prepaid card when you purchase more appliances. And get 30-month special financing on purchases with your JCPenney credit card. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. Available in select stores, some terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Financing terms valid 621 to 712 on purchases of $799 or more. Must request a time of purchase. Subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. Limit one Visa prepaid card by mail as a rebate per address. Except in Rhode Island. See store or jcp.com slash appliances for details. Have you eaten here before? Nope. Good morning, gentlemen. Can I share our specials with you? Sure. First, we have the seafood special. It's actually been sitting around here for a week. Then there's the cream of chicken soup. It's had no refrigeration since it was made yesterday. We're known around these parts for our food poisoning. What can I get you? Yeah, don't think we can stay for lunch. Wouldn't it be great if you could be warned of life's risks? If you have diabetes, you can. There's a simple blood test called A1C that can help measure your risk of complications from diabetes. Why is it important? Because more than 600 people every day die from diabetes and its complications. If your A1C is above 7, your doctor can show you how to lower it. If you have diabetes, know your risk. Know your A1C. Ask your doctor. Or for more information, go to www.diabetesa1c.org or call 1-877-TEST-A1C. Brought to you by the American Diabetes Association, Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation International, and the Ad Council. 
Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 KBGG with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo. The trick golf shot that I do have is when I hit it in the woods if I find it. If I find it in the woods, I'm good. I've seen you golf. A trick shot for you is hitting the green in regulation. There you go. Then join former Pro Bowl running back Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney for the Tiki and Tierney Show and head into the evening with former registered sports writer Bill Ryder with Ryder Than You on the Big Talker 1700 KB. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order. And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet. Equipment non-return and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offerings 121.17. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Park. Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, welcome back. Just a couple of minutes before we uh, hit the top of the hour break. Uh, let's uh, kind of regurgitate a couple of stories in case you... I'm struggling. I know you are struggling over ah. there. Take a drink. <coughs> Throw that cold one down. How about you run up to the store and get me some beer? Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> I got I, I need something to I got, I got. I got idea. I, I can get it. What are you What are you choking on over I there? I got a chicken sandwich. Oh, my gosh. I don't have to Heimer lick you there, do I? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Oh, Maybe. <laughs> hey, congratulations to our uh, buddy Gary. Thanks for listening. Yeah, Gary. In. Yeah, thank you. And he's heading to the Des Moines Blaze. Uh, his choice of games, either July 1st or July 22nd. And uh, we might give away another four-pack. Want to do that in the next hour? Yeah, we'll we, do it. Keep we'll do listening that. In. We'll do it one more time here okay. before... Uh, We'll do it at the 1 o'clock hour. Okay. Uh, quickly, just uh update, if you happen just to flip the show on, it hadn't heard, uh, Kyle Schwarber, who was uh, sent down from the Cubs as Trent's trying to recover here, <laughs> medic, uh, <laughs> will not play uh, any of the road trip in Round Rock. His uh, first appearance will be coming up Monday when the team returns and begins a series against New Orleans at Principal Park. Kind of best of both worlds, an opportunity for him just Probably to get away here for a couple of Maybe. days. Maybe. Whatever it is. Yeah. 
Go somewhere, put your go feet to the, up. Go to the beach, do something. I have a cold one. You know, whatever it might yeah. be. Whatever you know, he thinks he needs for a little bit just to relax and then then get back to work starting Monday. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even Sunday, whatever it is. But you know, I think uh, this is a, a chance to work out well. Will it? That's the biggest question. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah we, we, all, we all understand what they're trying, trying to do. Yes, they're trying to get him right, that's all. See if they can get the guy <laughs> right so he can return to the major leagues. Everybody understands that. That's mm-hmm. what AAA baseball is all about, yeah. development. Yeah. It's what it is. Get him ready for the show. And we've seen him down here, you know, be able to do well. So with the staff, you know, with some people he's probably comfortable with, people that, you know, were part of the group down in spring training, all these things. A real chance for him to bounce back. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm not overly concerned that it'll never come back or anything, but just a change of scenery, a change of the expectation. I mean, it's it's different where you're in Chicago, and you know how the media is there. Oh yeah. I mean, it's maybe it's not New York. No, but, but it's it's, his, it's close. It's yeah, it's tough. Yeah, they're tough. And in terms of numbers and what the Cubs have become and how important correct the Cubs are to sports media there in Chicago and across the Midwest. You got a lot of people. Now you're going to have Birchie over there. You know, you have Birchie there asking him some questions. Oh, yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Eh, you know, and, and Birchie does a great job, but it's, but it's him. Yes, I know. It's not 10, 12, 15, 20 people. No, no, it's more like 40 people. You know, throwing questions at yes. you, surrounding you. And There's just, always a scrum after yes, the game. Yeah. It's media scrum after the game. It'll be Birchie, it'll be Brinson once a year. They'll stop down That's there. It. But you yeah. don't even go to the locker room because you're just... I'm for the freedom. I'm, I'm I'm there for the food and the press box. <laughs> <laughs> Brinson does to make an appearance. I like there. to go on chicken night because I love oh, chicken. Yeah, yeah. That's a good call. I try to I try to find out from my peeps down there when's chicken when's night. Chicken night. Then I show up. Well, maybe Birchie will tell us. I'll <laughs> head down there with you on the next chicken night. <laughs> okay, all right, it's good. We got to take a break. We're coming back at the top of the hour. Jimmy B and TC is the Big Talker seventeen hundred. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports 1700 KBGG. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. You, soon. you don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite 515 262 Star. Call today for next day installation 515 262 Star. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. I'm KFC's Extra Crispy Colonel, and you're the extra busy regular person who has to make dinner for a family of four. But you can shirk that responsibility because my Extra Crispy $20 fill-up from KFC contains eight pieces of freshly double-breaded Extra Crispy Chicken... 
four biscuits, two orders of mashed potatoes, and a side of coleslaw for just $20. That'll feed them. KFC, it's extra crispy good. Pricing and participation may vary. Tax and substitutions extra. Guys don't really talk about antiperspirant. Despite that, 91% of Dove Men Plus Care users recommend it. Here's what they said. It blocks the, you know, perspiration, I think is the fancy word. It's comfortable. Uh, <laughs> it smells nice. My girl likes the smell. Well, it's, it, I, I don't know. It's hard. I think it's quite masculine. Uh, my underarms aren't the worst thing at the gym. It's kind of like the Hoover Dam from my armpits, I guess. Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant. Tough on sweat, not on skin. You can't get any fresher than your own vegetable garden. Right now at the Home Depot, one gallon Bonnie veggies and herbs are not only as fresh as you can get, but you can get three of them for only 12 bucks. That's not only thinking green, that's saving green. So pass the salad and stop and smell the rosemary. It's easy when you fill your cart with one gallon Bonnie veggies and herbs. Free for just 12 bucks. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Bow to July 4th, Continental U.S. only. See store for details. Cricket has something epic for you. An adventure like no other. Starring free select 4G LTE smartphones when you switch. And a $50 bill credit, even if you don't need a phone. Now in a store near you. Cricket Wireless. Something to smile about. Select phones or Samsung Galaxy M2, Alcatel Street, CT, Sonata 3, LG, Fortune for free phone and bill credit. Must switch number and activate service on at least $30 per month plan with activation fee up to $25. Bill credit requires two service payments within 45 days. Credit received within 60 days. Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See store for details. I heard on the news about that five-year-old who found his uncle's gun. The kid didn't know it was loaded. I heard on the news about that 14-year-old girl who was bullied online. For like a year, she couldn't take it anymore, so she got her dad's gun from his nightstand. I heard on the news about that guy who broke into someone's house, stole a gun from the hall closet. He accidentally shot his cousin in the head. She killed herself. And later, killed the owner of the store he was trying to rob. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. 